0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, people of the world. All right, you're listening to Rocket Dreamer, and this is Carlo, your host. And i just like to give a shout out to all my friends out there listening to this right now. And um, you're probably the majority, right? There's probably one or two people listening to this who I do not, I do not know, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, you know, whoever you are, if you're my friend, if you know me or not, I just really appreciate you listening in and I really truly hope you've been learning from the podcasts. If this is your uh, first time um, listening to this, then welcome. You know, I hope you learned something new today that you haven't probably heard of before or if you have. Because like my topics are super, uh, I wouldn't say common, but I haven't really heard people talk about it that much in terms of success because it's, like, but but mindset is a pretty common topic. But how do you navigate through mindset is something else that I think it's super interesting that we get to discuss that in different places. And I, I really like that topic. That's why I discuss it a lot. Okay, so let's begin. Uh, so last night I was out with a friend and we were just talking about business, uh, pretty much his business. I shared a little bit of what I do too. Specifically right now, because it's been a while since we hung out, but um he's um he's actually our wedding photographer, right, and he he's actually doing pretty well. he's getting a few gigs a month, and um like I think every weekend he's out shooting um he's been getting like clients from uh different countries to avail of his photography services, and he's a wedding photographer, and you know it's actually a big deal, I think. You know, just thinking about it, like, why would you fly someone from a different country, you know, instead of hiring someone locally, right, to do it free? It's probably going to be more, I guess, it's affordable, it's uh, practical to just hire locally, but if you're flown out from where you are, you know, he goes to, like, I I think uh, in a few weeks now, he's going to go to Europe to do, like, a portrait session for a couple so that's pretty awesome, right? Um, like, why, why don't you just get someone local? Because the truth is there's a lot of wedding photographers, there's a lot of them. Like it's crazy to count them, right? They're like the sand in the sea. <laughs> of course, it's, that's, a, that's an exaggeration, but the truth is like photography as a whole has grown so big, right, and so popular that everyone wants to be a professional. course that's exaggerated uh, to say that it's everyone but there's just a lot like because you know photography is expensive man like a camera costs a grand right and then you have lenses that cost twice as much or three times as much right of course you can get cheaper lenses but so it's it's an expensive hobby let's just admit that so like there are a lot of professional photographers you know one of the first few things that I did in my life was um, professional photography yeah I did that I was part of that gang that's why I know I meet people you know they become they hold on to a you know they buy their first DSLR and then a couple weeks later they want to be professional or at least they want to make money off of that at least to recuperate I mean to get back the investment the money that they use to buy their cameras or gear and they want to you know they want to acquire more If you think about it logically, there's really no reason for me to pick someone from another country, fly them in, and get their services if there's a gazillion other people that I can choose from back home, you know, locally. Logically, that's a thing. But that's not human nature. Human nature says otherwise. There's a psychology that's going on, right? And it has to do with perceived value. What is it that I'm valuing as a person that makes me make decisions, right? And mindset has always been a part of that. But there is this mindset that's attached to what I perceive as valuable that makes me want to get someone else from a different country, fly them in locally. I mean, fly them into where you are locally. And um, we were assessing that last night, and I was telling him, like, have you asked your customers, you know, those who inquired and those who actually got you, got your services, have you asked them why? And he thought about it for a while, and he said, um, I don't, I'm not really sure, or haven't really thought about that, except for maybe the way he does his business right you know like people just like him he's he's a very likable guy and um you know his attitude his demeanor the way he treats his customers right or it can be like the quality of the business or i mean the quality of the service that he provides maybe the photos right the style of photography so so i told him like unless you actually ask him you won't really know right unless you ask uh, unless you get the data, then you won't really understand why people are making that choice. So that's actually one thing that you can do uh, in your own business, you know, if you're starting out. And um, yeah, just figure out why do people get you, right? And it's because if you don't ask people, if you don't ask your customers, what happens is you create a, an assumption based on the mindset that you have as to why people get you. Right, because for example, I grew up with a mindset where in price dictates everything. Right, that's true in a sense that you know price can dictate certain factors, especially to people who are on a budget and stuff like that. But it's not true for all. Right, because some people can pay, and um, they can't afford. uh, You know, (laughs) they just can't afford certain services. Right, and that can be a market of some people, but if you if you have that mindset that price dictates it, then you're thinking that oh, the only reason why they're going to fly me over is because I'm cheaper, right? But if you look at things, it that's not true all the time. Like sometimes it's something else. You know, if it was just price, then honestly, they're going to look, they're going to find someone cheaper, way cheaper, you know, than you um regardless of like i don't know they're gonna find a cheaper person you know get someone from some country somewhere that's closer right uh with lesser you know lesser hassles and probably cheaper price so like people aren't getting you because you're the cheapest there must be something else that's basically what i'm thinking about so what is it about? Is it the culture? Is it the quality? Is it the way you handle things, right? And, you know, price as a factor. Service as a factor. Like, there are certain times where I'd pay for more just because, like, honestly, like, why do, why do people get an Uber, right? Why do people get a Grab, you know, if you're in Asia? Uh, why do people get um, Starbucks instead of, like, Dude, Starbucks isn't the best coffee out there. It's not even it's not it's not even out there up there, right? I've tasted better coffee. I, I'm not I'm not a coffee person, so I wouldn't I'm a bad judge. Sorry about that, if I you know, if I judge Starbucks for their coffee, but you know, people who are coffee lovers say that I've read it a lot, like Starbucks isn't the best coffee, but people go there. Why? There must be a certain value. That Starbucks offers and gives that's why they get them there are a lot of factors but it all boils down to one thing they're creating a value that other people are also perceiving as valuable and that means that the key to actually success is understanding what your customers see as valuable Some people value price. Some people value quality. Some people value service. I mean, some people value just the friendship. I've heard this time and again, and I'm gonna say it again right now, that people buy the person, not the product, right? People buy because they like the one selling it. Have you ever guys seen uh, info products, what do you call it, not info products? Info commercials, right? You know, QVC. Stuff like that on TV, and um, when you watch it, you know the the sales guy is super friendly. Like they're like hyped up, super happy, right? They're like enjoying their life. I don't know if they're like that really in real life, but they're just super happy. They're just ecstatic. They feel great, right? And there's a reason for that. The reason for that is that's how sales work. When you like the person, and people like positive people. You just do, right? Many people love just being around positive people. Like, who wants to be with negative people, right? It drains the energy out of you. But when you're with positive people, you get inspired, you get hyped up sometimes, right? You get energy to, you know, just feel that there's something good going on. So what happens is, like... Oh, I like this person. So, everything that he says, I kind of believe in, in a way. And that's the value that, you know, that positive people can create. So, yes, perceived value. Once you understand perceived value, it's going to change the way you run your business. Unless you already know perceived value, of course. But try to figure that out. Cause a lot of times what's going to stop you from actually finding out what other people perceive is just trusting what you perceive in, you know, and your perception is normally based on your own mindset. what you think about if price drives, like I, I was telling to someone else and I was, I was telling them that this certain product should be priced, um, you know, higher. And he was saying that no one's going to buy it if it's going to be priced higher. And I said, well, that's really not true for all because I've bought products before that are like that are priced way higher. Some people can't imagine other people paying for a certain price of product, you know? Like I wouldn't really understand people who buy bags for a couple thousand grand. I don't understand it and It's not that it's wrong. It's just that my mindset is not used to that. You know, I don't find value in that. Which means that these people actually buy those couple hundred thousand grand bags. I don't know if there's a couple hundred thousand, but, you know, a thousand dollar bag brands because they see value in it. There's a value that that bag gives them, right? Whether it's status or, I don't know, quality, right? But the truth is you can create a good quality bag for way, way less. But this is if your mindset, you know, and this is probably where I'm coming from, is that I'm not seeing the value in a brand. That's not giving me any value but it's giving value to other people, right? That's why it's called perceived value. For example, like why would you go to a gym? Why don't you just exercise at home? What value does a gym give you? Trainers, equipment, right? That would be something, convenience, right? Why are products in convenience stores more expensive? Because they can't, right? Because there is a value in convenience stores. That's why it's called convenience store. You're paying actually for the convenience, you know. Buy a bottle of water in a convenience store. It's probably twice as much as you can get from somewhere else, from the grocery, right? And that's because it's easily available to you. And that's a value that, um, that they see that they can provide so they can basically charge higher. So let's say that you're someone who grew up with a mindset of scarcity and probably not by choice, right? Because there are people in your surroundings telling you that you know money's hard to get and uh, you really need to work hard for money and you know you really need to save up as much as you can. So like, if you have that mindset, then price will dictate the way you decide on things, right? You will choose non-healthy food over healthy food, which is more expensive because this is priced cheaper. You would um choose um like an abundance of food that's cheaper rather than sit down in a fancy restaurant paying the same price for just one dish right because you can get a buffet that's worth the same as a plated uh dish from a you know uh even a one-star michelin restaurant so like why would i eat that dish it's only one thing i'm not going to be filled right but this is an abundance of food and i get to pay the same price i'm just going to pay i'm going to pay the same price and get this food this ton of food so yes your mindset dictates your value and your values actually dictate why you buy certain things so that means that when you sell a product what you can do is actually look into what your product really is and what it offers, right? Not just based on quality of what it is and the price that you're planning to sell it for, but really what is that perceived or what is that value that people perceive your product can give them? And you have to really be open to seeing it as it is. Because sometimes the way we live our life, we tend to limit ourselves based on our own mindset, right? And it's hard to perceive, it's hard to perceive um, the value that other people are seeing when you limit yourself to what you just know. Like, for example, there are people wherein their skill and their service is actually top you know, it's top level, but they don't see it so they don't price it that high, because they think in the back of their mind, if I price it that high, people won't get me. You know, let's say they're a freelancer. But the truth is, even if they increase their rate, there's people will still get their services. Of course, these people are happy that you're not pricing it higher right because they're saving money from getting you but if you did price it higher it's actually fine you know i did that with my wife um like because she's a she's a wedding singer and way back she was um she was pricing her product her service for a certain amount and i told her you know what you have an awesome voice and people really see the quality when you sing and there's really value they really want to get you right and we live in a local place um, small island actually it's a big island but um, it's a small city so I told her I think you're one of the best people here best singers here in the island so why don't you price it double just double it just try it out just one time if you talk to a couple like, don't even ask them if, uh, if that's all right or something like that. And don't negotiate. But the point of that is that she'd be able to see that what she can offer, it can, you know, people perceive that as valuable. So what happened was she tried that out and guess what? She actually got clients with that price, double of what she'd normally ask for. What did she change? Nothing, just the way she thinks, right? I actually did that a few times, too. Um, I was was doing travel photography at this time, full-time travel photography. And so during my trips, I'd also take a little bit of fine art. You know, it's travel fine art. So the setting is, yeah, some of them are landscape, but it's really more... Uh, minimalist fine art kind of so the first time I was I ever encountered a curator was I was trying to sell this um, specific photograph it was an interior photograph looked like an antique house something like that but it was a heritage house and I was trying to sell this certain photograph and when he saw it he said I'm going to buy this for uh, a couple hundred dollars you know, actually, he was going to buy it for 170 US. Uh, I'm converting. Um, so about 170 180 US dollars. And I told I told myself, um, All right, that's great. You know, this guy is, you know, curator, you know, museum creator, and he sees value in, you know, this photograph. And then he told me something he said, But you know, what? I wish I would have bought it for I will buy I will actually buy this for more if you're famous a little bit famous right i mean like if you put if you made a name for yourself at least i'd probably buy it for like 230 240 dollars i think no yeah around 240 250 or something like that so i was thinking to myself maybe i can just wait until that time and just uh sell it anyway i didn't really uh like i really i didn't really need you know the money at that time to actually sell that photo so i never did i never i never sold that photo to him um i actually sold it later to a company who needed it for their calendar <laughs> but um what what's super interesting is that that gave me an idea that people are willing to buy something if they if the value of that of, of that product increases you know and, that, and that's super common with art and those kind of those kinds of products but uh, so which means that you can actually increase the value of a product based on you know the person itself and stuff like that so I thought to myself if price is driven by perception how people perceive it as valuable then actually I can actually just change the price of something and it just changes your audience like let's say I have a certain product price at this much let's say ten dollars right it caters to a certain audience let's call them group a now if i triple the price i made 30 dollars for the same thing right there are still people who are going to buy it but it's going to be a different audience you know some of the people who are in group a would probably be part of this group too but there will be people in group a who are going to say that's too expensive you know i don't see the value in that anymore Or like I see the value in it, but I don't think it's supposed to be priced that much. It's too much. But there will be people who are going to say, "All right, that's actually fine. I'm still going to buy it, right?" Or, "Oh, that's actually cool." And you know what? It's it's funny because some people for the same product will actually buy it at 30 and not at 10. Because at 10 they think, you know, that's a scam at 10. You know, I think you're doing something wrong with 10. I think, yeah i think you're doing something wrong with that product that's why you're pricing it at 10 so price it at 30 and you change the audience you know you change your target market so what i did was uh with my photographs uh travel uh fine art travel photography uh photographs was that there was one time i said okay i'm going to sell the same photos that i i have yet to sell for i think it was around 500 five hundred uh dollars each and i met someone actually who who checked out my photos and he says i'm gonna buy this this and this right and i said all right this is price this so i sold one for around 500 the others i didn't sell for that much but there was one photo i sold for 500 you know come to think of it i should have um i should have sold them all for 500 each (laughs) but um yeah it was it was an experiment and someone bought it no no and and it's funny because they don't even bargain they don't it's super fascinating anyway if you've been hearing uh weird sounds i don't even know i think there's a monkey in here or something there's something outside there it's probably a new bird we get a lot of birds flying in from different places to here i see different color birds from time to time so that's super awesome um, yeah, I hope you're not bothered by that if you hear it anyway. Um, so perceived value, the, the highest amount I think I've ever sold for a fine art photograph was around, I think it was a hundred. No, no, it was about 2000, 2000 plus, uh, yeah, $2,000 at least 2000, maybe 2000, 200 something like that dollars and then there was another painting i mean another um, fine art uh photograph that i sold with it which i i sold for less but like yeah two, two grand and um i did that because i said i just want to sell it at this price i think you know someone would buy it at this price and the person who bought it just bought it no questions asked just told me to send the bill You know, and then he got the photos and, you know, he was happy about it. So that actually opened the door to my understanding of perceived value. It actually helped me, like, try to research it further. Just, you know, try to find out what really drives people to buy things. And so perceived value is even more than this. You know, it's, it's not just for products or stuff like that, but it's every decision that you make is based on value. And it's super important in building relationships. It's very important in how you live your life, how you live successfully. It's something that drives every decision in your life. You know, mindset guides your decision-making but for perceived value is the reason why you're making them. At least that's how I understand it, right? Or probably, it's probably the other way around, I don't know. But yeah, mindset, perceived value. Mindset creates value in your life. But I'm going to reserve that topic for next time, probably the next episode, we'll see. I am um, really I really want to dig into like perceived value right now because I think it's super important. Um, but yeah, that's for next time. And I really hope that you liked our discussion for today. And if you have comments or anything like that, I'm not really sure that you can on the podcast thing. But what you can do is actually go to Instagram, if you have an Instagram, and um, I think my handle is Rocket Dream Now. So it's a new Instagram account that I set up specifically for Rocket Dreamer. So Rocket Dream Now, and there's currently probably like five uh, posts in there and four subscribers or something like that. But um, yeah, if you have comments, if you have topics that you have in mind that you want me to discuss, then, or I don't know, suggestions. Then you know, just post it in there. Just comment, and if you know somebody who might benefit from what we're discussing here, then you know, feel free. You know, I really appreciate it if you can share this podcast with them too. And um, this is available in iTunes, in Apple Podcasts. It's also available. You know, just now. You know, it's already available in Google you know, Google Android, uh, podcasts. So that's super interesting and, um, super excited about that. Pretty cool. you know, more people can hear it now. (laughs) All right. You guys have been awesome. And, um, yeah, have a super, super good, productive and wonderful day.